Whoa, this is some glitchy space music. Welcome to Space Week, ho. Future Nation. Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by Presto Doctor. Woo.com. PrestoDoctor.com is the number one place for you to go and get your medical marijuana card in California. It's Boom. safe. It's convenient. It only costs $69. They're not aliens. They won't abduct you. They will not abduct you. You don't even have to go to a doctor's office or mothership. They're not Big Brother. They don't work for the government. Mm-hmm. You do it online. You video chat with a doctor. They give you your prescription that day. And then an I official recommendation comes in the mail. So, go to PrestoDoctor.com, use the code NHP, and save yourself $4.20. If you That's can't tell... Wait, what? How many, how many what? That's a lot of dick. If you can't tell, it's Space Week. It's starting now. It's a brand new thing. We're fucking excited. Get with the program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the program is Space Week. Right now. Program Space Week. The program is Natural Habitat Podcasting Program Service. And the program is... Brought to you by YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. Natural Habitat Podcast. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast, everybody. Make sure you put some respect on it when you tell your friends to go and listen to the show. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is motherfucking Birdman. I mean, Man Bird. I'm excited because myself and Man Bird are here today to uh, to to kick off Space Week. Yeah. You know, we, uh, we, we decided that space is so vast, so huge, so insane that you can't just talk about it in a in an episode. You know what I mean? It's no, uh we do have somebody that could sum it up for you in under two minutes. That's right. We uh, if when I said you can't, I meant us. I meant yeah. I meant like me and me and uh me and Manbird here. We're not that great. Yeah. But we do have our good friend Bill Nye, the guy of science, as he is called, um, here in the studio. To go ahead and uh, share something with our listeners. So, Bill, the floor is yours. Boom. So, uh, I'm this guy standing on a planet. Our planet's pretty big compared to me. Really, I'm just a speck standing on this big planet. But the planet, compared with a star, is, is, is just another speck. And the Earth is orbiting the sun, and the sun is a huge star. And our star may be a big deal to us, but Damn. my friends, our star is just another speck. So I, I'm a guy, I'm a speck, living on a speck out on the edge of the galaxy. I mean, it's not really in downtown Milky Way, it's way out on the side. We're just a speck on a speck, orbiting a speck. But I'll tell you what else, there's billions and billions of stars, billions and billions of specks, and then billions of galaxies. I mean, I'm a speck, living on a speck, orbiting a speck in the middle of specklessness. But then I think, I'm this little brain, I have this brain, it's only this big to think about all of this. 
to think about the vast emptiness of space. I can reason that I'm a speck on a speck in the middle of specklessness, and that's cool. That's worthy of respect. When y'all saying my name, put some respect on it. And you can't help but wonder with those billions and billions of specks, are there other specks out there? That would change everything, because then you know that these little brains are not alone. And that, my friends, is worth thinking about. You're goddamn right it is, Bill. Thank you for joining us. Um, I'm sorry that we didn't really, you know, go back and forth that that much, but you uh, seem like you had a lot to say. He summed it all up, and I feel speckish. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you, sir. We got a job to do, so you can go ahead and let yourself out. Boom. Um, yeah, so... I could, I could listen to that guy for hours. Right? And I just did for a minute and 15 seconds, and he blew my mind. Yeah. Within one minute yeah. and 15 seconds. I mean, like... It, it takes a big brain to make you feel real small. Yeah. Did you uh did did you see his debate with Ken Ham that he did? I'm not sure. It was uh it's actually an amazing fucking video. I wanna say it's like like Tell maybe us all about it. Maybe an hour, hour and a half long. It's on YouTube. They oh. did uh they did this episode is brought to you by YouTube and this debate is on YouTube, which is crazy, you know what I mean? This is not brought to you by YouTube. This is not a plug though that I'm telling you about this debate. This oh. actually is something that's interesting. But uh, huh. it's if you just look up Bill Nye versus Ken Ham, you'll get uh, Ken Ham runs the center of creationism or whatever the fuck it's called, and uh, he believes that the world is six thousand years old and blah 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 blah, and stands by every line of the Bible and you know. When you go, why does it say this? He goes, well, it really means this and likes to bend things. And, um, you know, he has like, he has this museum of creationism that when kids come in the door, he constantly pays for field trips for like kids to come and kids come in the door and they see dinosaurs and cavemen like hanging out together. And he's like, yeah, this is how it was. It was like a Flintstones kind of world. And, you know. So so Bill Nye was like, what the fuck are you doing? This is ridiculous. So he uh, challenged him to a live debate where they would uh, do it at Ken Ham's like, university or whatever that he is a professor at. And uh, Bill Nye went in, did this long debate with them versus you know evolution versus creationism. And just everything that Bill Nye said shot down all of Ken Ham shit, and every time that he would say something, Ken Ham would be like, well, read in the Bible, it says this. And, like, Bill Nye was like, I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear the Bible. Like, tell me facts. Tell me, like, because I'm giving you facts and data and all this shit, and you're just telling me to read the Bible. So right. it was uh, it was really good, and Ken Ham just looked stupid as fuck. Just looked way ridiculous the whole time. So it's a good well, watch. Good job, Bill. Yep. Bill. Bill, Bill, yeah. Bill, 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 <laughs> Nye, the science guy. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's, that's what it was. that's implanted in everybody. What did I say earlier? Bill Nye, the guy, guy of, of science? science. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Nye, the guy of science. <laughs> that's how the song good. goes. Yeah, it doesn't sound It's good. the Mandela effect is what happened, and it's different. Mm -hmm. So uh, speaking of the Mandela effect and conspiracies, I have... Mm -hmm. I, I have this conspiracy that I stumbled across and get uh, the fuck out of here. Yeah, I swear to God, dude, I stumbled across a conspiracy online of sorts. Can you believe it? Of, of reals. And this one 
this one is is kind of for reals. It stuck out to me because there's no reptilians involved or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out that a large amount of people have been uh, coming up missing inside of state parks in America. And it's been this big thing that's been going on for years, a bunch of children, a bunch of elderly people. And um, supposedly when the state parks are contacted about it, nobody wants to say anything about you know the cases. No one wants to aid in any investigation. They just say they don't know what they're talking about. And these people are just kind of gone and forgotten. And a lot of people go out there and lose themselves on purpose because they want to hide from society and they want to, you know, leave their life or whatever and fake their death or whatever it may be. But there's these small cases that are strange and things that I found that are a little bit weird that I, just with my mind, am going to point towards aliens. The aliens have a lot to do with this because of one story in particular, all right? There's this little girl. She's like six or seven years old. She wanders off. They're like camping in some state park. And uh, I'll try to see if I can find the story. But um, she goes missing. They can't find her. They start a search party. And she's gone for six days. They find her six days later. And she's super calm, just chilling, sitting on a fucking fallen tree like she had been gone for 15 minutes. And after six days as a child... You'd almost be dead. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't even know if I could survive six days as an adult. <laughs> yeah, if you have some type of uh, knowledge or like any type of fucking mm-hmm. outdoors skills. But as a kid, you know, you don't know what she was eating. You don't know what kind of water she was drinking, if it was good or not. You know what I mean? And she seemed yeah. fine. She seemed totally yeah, so, fine. Yeah, this is a trip, dude. This super trip. Does it does it say like a percentage of like how many people go missing every year, or like is there any type of numbers? Um, I did find something that was about. Um, let's see. Eleven hundred people have disappeared from our national parks and open spaces in the past hundred years. So. That's uh, over 100 people a year, 110 people a year on average go missing, which is, which is a pretty substantial number when you think about it. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't seem like a lot in the whole scope of things, but these are 110 every year, you know, children, mothers, fathers, like people that somebody cares about is just gone mysteriously in a national park. It says fifty percent of the children who go missing are found dead, mm-hmm. and the ones who are found are found miles away from where they disappeared in areas seemingly impossible for them to get to on their own. And it says that the children, some children who disappeared, had dogs with them. In some cases, the dogs would return, but the children never did. Children found alive wouldn't talk about their experiences or they said that they didn't remember it happened to them. They were usually found running like a low fever or appear traumatized. And then in all cases, parents say that their child were right behind them, usually wearing like bright colors and then said when they would disappear and they would be found miles away, they'd be found with no shoes or anything, but 
not scratched or bruised. So it's like, it's weird, right? It does sound like some abduction shit. It yeah. sounds like some fucking, like they're just getting picked up out of nowhere and then fucking returned in a different spot afterwards and then they're all good. Except for the ones who don't come back. So like, who's to say, right? Uh, the ones, I'm sure ones found dead have like, one have like accountable things like what like ways to figure out what happened to them but the ones who don't come back yeah you know there's no way to build any type of fucking information or any type of statistics from that because you don't know what happened to those ones whatsoever you know so it kind of leaves a huge gap for for whatever for anybody to interpret it however they want i guess you know mm -hmm. another thing that's weird is that not one person carrying a firearm disappeared <laughs> oh. and um what does that say about people does that say what that says like for one you have a strong sense of fucking like you're okay because you get that gun you're confident yeah you know what i mean you're like fuck it ain't nothing gonna happen to me uh -huh. but when, when you're unarmed your mind's in a different place right you're like a lot more timid, a lot more worried, a lot more, a vulnerable. Lot more like um, vulnerable, looking around, worried about your surroundings, what could be out there, wild animals or fucking whatever, you know, your, your senses are like heightened and you're like aware of everything, you're like in go mode. Mm -hmm. So that could make like a easy way to see why people could get lost or freak out or disappear on their own. You know, you know how easy it is to get lost in the woods? Yeah. It's really fucking easy, oh, especially shit. in a national park where the land is untouched. There's no fences or signs or anything like that. You know, it's just untouched land. Yeah, everything looks the same. Yeah. Too, you know what I mean? Like, when you're out there under a canopy, you can't, like, when you're looking through trees and shit, everything really looks the same. If you don't leave, like, markers of where you went, you know, you really don't know where you went, you know, and it's a, unless you got some type of GPS. And then most of that shit don't even work out there because of uh, whatever signal blockage, because it's like, you know, satellite or whatever. And you have to wait till the satellite passed by yeah. <laughs> or like, or like whatever, you know what I mean? Like there's a million things. So it's crazy. I, I don't know, man. I worry about that shit. When I go out to the woods, I worry about fucking maybe getting too far off the trail and not being able to find myself back. Uh -huh. You know what I mean, and uh, and it's a scary place. The world is a scary place when you're out in nature, anywhere really. You know, the world is big. You get fucking stuck somewhere, you start to freak out. You know, yeah. if you got that, if you got that panic gene in you, you're you're fucking done some. And it's like you know, you could be there. There was one story that I read about this girl that was missing. She got lost in the woods, got turned around, was walking for days, and they found her body. She had died of like fucking she had finally died of exhaustion and just laid down and fucking died 40 feet from the road she was like almost to the road and i want to say but she just, was she had been walking yeah she had been walking along it and no one had driven by and i mean it was like an unused road but if she would have found the road then she could have followed the road to wherever and she was walking along the road and couldn't see it in the foliage so she just fucking, I, you know, when you see that road, it'll give you that boost and you'll get that adrenaline pump and you're like, all right, cool, I'm good. Now if I just push through, then I'll be able to make it. But she gave up. And uh, another one of these cases I was reading was 
this uh, this dude was on a trip with his family in the summer of '69, and him and his brothers uh, decided to play a prank on the family, where they would all go hide in the woods around the campsite, and then all jump out from different sides and scare them when they come back from the lake or whatever. You know what I mean? So they all go and hide on separate sides of the campsite in the woods, and one of the kids disappeared. Dennis, one of the brothers, went into the woods, never came back. And it's like they weren't hiking anywhere. They were just going to go hide in the woods. So that's a trip, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like It's easy to fucking get lost. See, if you were, if you were in tune with space, you could just... Navigate yeah. by the stars. And yep. Be use right. the sun. Yeah. Use the sun and use the stars, and you'll be yeah. gravy. Yeah, but motherfuckers don't know that. Yeah. So you can't go play in the woods when you have no knowledge of the woods, man. Right. It's a scary world. Mm-hmm. It's fucking monsters and shit. Bigfoot, man. It could have been Bigfoot that got them people. You know, like the interdimensional one. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> Going through portals and shit. I can't even keep that serious, you know. Like fuck, Bigfoot. I don't know, man. I'm still, I'm such a skeptic, right? Like I don't, I don't want to say that they don't exist, but I don't want to say that they do. Bigfoots. Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. I think like maybe. I think it definitely is possible. It's super possible that there's fucking there's hella life forms out in our planet that we don't see every day that we'd never see. There's a lot of things that could exist right in front of us that you might not even notice because you're not trained to look for it. You know, like I saw this thing yesterday that says every time you kill a spider, you're making the spider population smarter. And, and it's like, you know, you're 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 thinning out the herd of dummies because the dummies are the ones that allow themselves to be seen. So it's like. You know, you're you're every time you kill a spider that you see one out in the open, you're doing them a favor. You're killing the dummy spider. You're eliminating the dumb gene and preventing them from breeding with the rest of the smart ones that are perfectly capable of hiding. So the rest of the spider population becomes more ninja and more dangerous every fucking every single generation. So it's like <laughs> every time a person kills a spider. We're allowing what? them to be dumb. We should. Do, uh, we're allowing them to get smarter. I mean, we should just keep them. We should just let all of them live and be dummy spiders and fucking. What then the we don't fuck? have to worry about them eating us. That's some scary yeah. shit. <laughs> I don't even yeah. know. I don't even realize it, but it totally makes sense. Yeah, process of elimination. You yeah. know what I mean? We're like speeding along their process. Of natural evolution. Natural selection is what we mm-hmm. should do, people. Uh, I agree. Fucking yeah! It says here that. Between fifteen and eighteen thousand new species are identified each year around the world. Half of those being insects, but some of them are larger animals. And you never know. I mean, the world's a big place, and you know, California, Northern California, where most of these Bigfoot sightings happen, is not that big. But there's also large wooded areas that you can get you can get lost in forever. And I'm not saying that Bigfoot's real. I'm not saying Bigfoot's not real. But one of the most compelling things that I heard in the case is that because people say that we haven't found a Bigfoot corpse yet. And someone uh, someone brought up, like, to that point, how many times have you been in the woods hiking along and found a bear corpse 
Yeah, it never. Happen. Yeah, it never happens. But there's bear everywhere. Yeah. You know, you see bear, but you never find a bear corpse because that shit's taken care of by the animals within a couple days. Well, besides that, and they also usually they go like, somewhere go, secluded and die. Yeah, exactly. They do things like that too, and it's like part of their nature. You know, so yeah. it's like, and, and that's a definitely a good point. You know, and and I think they don't want to be seen. Yeah, you know, think about it. They don't want to be seen. They're smart. They don't, you know. If they are real, they're fucking. They're used to doing whatever they're doing, and they're fucking not idiots. You know. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, if you're like, if if you're a Bigfoot and you're living in the forest and you don't want to be seen, all you have to do is stand up tall and straight. You look like a tree. It's done. You know what I mean? No one's gonna question anything. Yeah, I mean, like, look at think about how much it takes to feed one of those. Mm-hmm. If it, if a Bigfoot is real, think about how much it has to eat every day. You think if it was a vegetarian, it could fucking squander that much shit? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, if it was... I don't know. Who knows? You know? It's a big fucking creature. It's got to eat a whole lot. Just like a fucking bear or yep. anything else. Probably not as much as a bear, but... There's no maybe, telling, though. Man. Maybe. It could be Bigfoot. It could be Aliens. There's really no telling what's taking these people. But one thing's for sure, a lot of people have been missing, dead, gone. Nobody knows why. And the National Park Services don't talk about it. So, uh, Well, let's smoke one for the lost souls mm -hmm. and then get into our next segment. Let's do it. I got a... Let me pack up a fresh bowl right here. And then I got a good track to smoke to by some fuckboy. Everywhere I go, I keep it west side. Even Cali knows we do it the best, right? Major key, shopping sprees, life on overdose. Addicted to the money, so I hold it close. You can see all the moves that we making. So really, we ain't gotta say Nathan. The only thing that I know when it comes to these is one thing for sure, you not fucking with me. Fucking with me. Holy shit, James. Mm-hmm. That was this uh that was this this guy uh Blackstain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Blackstain with Chris Rod. Sweet. <laughs> Chris Rod, he's dope actually. I heard about him. Yeah. I heard about him a lot. He's super fresh. I don't know who mm-hmm. the other guy is though. Well, keep it pushing, dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He raps good. That's why I hate. You know what I mean? If he was a bad rapper, then I'd be like, keep it up, buddy. But <laughs> You know, someone's got to someone's got to like uh, knock them down a couple pegs every once in a while. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even know this guy personally, so I don't know why I'm talking about him so much. But uh, if you guys want to go check him out yourself and give your own personal opinion, then you could go to soundcloud.com slash B-L-V-K-S-T-N. Boom. Boom. There we go. Uh, so we uh, something was brought to my attention by you, Joey, a uh, a very smart mind out there, has been warning us in robot language, and nobody's listening. Is that true? Yeah. What's it's a it's a stern warning. It's a severe warning. It's a warning to all mankind. And. And womankind, and the third bathroom. And it's directly because of us. So. Tell them what's, tell them what's happening. Who is this? Who is this smart mind? Let me get a drum roll. Drum roll? I got you. Stephen Hawking's. Holy shit. That was yeah. a mystical drum roll. I know, right? I don't that know how awesome. I did that. Me neither. Um, cool. Whoa. Sorry about Ooh. that. <laughs> uh, Stephen Hawking has, for years, and kind of all within the past three years, a lot of these look like they're from 2014 and on. Let's just say he's the king of space. He is. He's the king of space. Um, he's the king of everything. <laughs> <laughs> what are you fucking? Let's play a game of what is of what is kung fu vampire eating? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so Stephen Hawking has been warning people about the fall of humanity that could be happening within the next hundred years. All these different things. It seems like every few months he has a new thing, like a new warning about how aliens could take over the world. If they find us, they might not be nice, was one yeah, of well, them. Whoa. <laughs> that was weird. What happened? I don't know. Did you get AIDS? Yeah. Fuck, are you serious, man? <laughs> Computer AIDS. Dude, I'm sorry. Computer. I'm sorry, man. Fucking, I got that uh, Charlie Sheen virus. That sucks, but... Uh, it's a good thing that we have a lot of people donating at naturalhabitatpodcast.com. We'll go ahead and get you that AIDS uh, that AIDS pill. You'll be good. You take eight of them. I think they have you take eight because it sounds like AIDS. And you got to drink goat urine and yeah. tiger blood. That's right. Goat urine, tiger blood. Wiz <sighs> you have to put your face in a wizard sleeve, and, oh, then, yeah. uh, and then you're cured. So we can, yeah. we can do that after the show. You're just going to have to have AIDS for the rest of this episode if that's fine with you. It doesn't, right. hurt, it doesn't hurt too bad, does it? No, it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why so many people have it. Maybe. Because it feels good. Something to do with like some chemical in your stomach. Mm -hmm. Make it feel real good. So, uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Cue moving that on. dramatic music. Moving on. Let's see. Let's fucking uh, let's we, get into these warnings, if we could. Let's do it. First of all, I have a triple warning. Boom. Boom. That is from Stephen Hawking, Elon Musk, and Bill Gates. Oh, 
shit. They recently have warned the world about artificial intelligence, saying that artificial intelligence can become so smart that it will eventually take over humankind because mankind is the number one threat to the planet and to the survival of mankind. So that's pretty creepy right there. Elon Musk is a smart dude. And Stephen Hawking is the smartest dude. And Bill Gates has money. So what do you think about that? What do you think about the artificial intelligence taking over? I think it's a possibility, you know? If we've seen it in movies, I think we could see it in real life. I don't know, man. A lot so, of a lot of things that that we've put in movies, not expecting to become realities, have become realities. So it's like it's like you never know, man. It, especially with the warning from some people like them. These are not only the richest people on the planet, but they happen to be the smartest people on the planet also. And you know, it, if they tell you something, they probably mean it. Yep. And they're not they're not like a government who doesn't care about you. Who just needs you for your tax money you know he they have a duty to mankind and they want to warn everybody of how to take steps to ensure the survival of our species it's not just uh it's not just they care about you in general because they care more about people as a species than anything else and they don't want to see us go extinct yeah so those are the ones to listen to yeah Mm -hmm. um, I would definitely pay attention. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think that anything that I see in a movie can be real life. And that's why I don't watch horror movies in the dark in an empty house. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just doesn't happen because that shit gets too real. It gets like that part of your mind is like, man, this shit could really happen. But with a movie like Ex Machina, you know what I mean? Like uh, when, the, when the robot bitch gets all intelligent and the whole point of the whole like love interaction and everything like that is for her to escape her room and get out into the world and after that you never know what the fuck's gonna happen so that's a very uh it's a very solid a very solid warning that should be heated you got another one we got another warning play that music This next warning is from the man again, Stephen Hawking. Oh, shit. And this warning says, Uh-huh. It's time to go. Time to go? Yeah. What do you mean? He says it's time to leave. Time, time to, to leave. leave the planet. <laughs> hey, guys. Pack up your shit. It's time to go. He says... Get in the car. He says leave or face certain death. Damn, that's a heavy and fucking... He gives you a time frame. Granted, it's a big time frame. 7.6 billion years. That ain't nothing. It's a bleak of an eye in space and time. Mm -hmm. But check it. It says, let's face it. The planet is heating up. Earth's population is expanding at an exponential rate. The natural resources vital to our survival are running out faster than we can replace them with sustainable alternatives. Mm -hmm. Even if the human race manages not to push itself to the brink of nuclear extinction, it is still foregone conclusion 
that our aging sun will expand and swallow the earth in roughly 7.6 billion years. He says the only way to guarantee our survival is to leave, and he's right. You know what I mean? He's right. We have to colonize other planets. We have to look for the next earth in the Goldilocks zone. We have to meet the other species out there that are like us, that are just trying to live and, and paint that Star Wars picture. We gotta do it. The only way to further human species throughout eternity is to keep moving, keep going. Get to the next spot, get to the next spot because space is ever expanding. Yeah. And so the only way you can go is to keep trying to move forward before you get left behind and get sucked up into a black hole. Yep, it's true. And, you know, I think that's why this, uh, this mission to Mars is so important. These people that are sacrificing their lives for, you know, mankind and for knowledge. And um, also Scott Kelly, the astronaut that did a year in space. You know, that's why people like him are so important. And people like Stephen Hawking that are urging people to do it. And Elon Musk that are making, you know, rockets that propel themselves in zero gravity using magnets and don't use any fuel at all. And that's like some crazy shit that we need to be thinking about to advance like our, like, you know, humankind, what our species and we're stuck on this little tiny speck like our like our guest bill nye said at the beginning of the show who's sitting out in the lobby right now uh we're just a speck on a speck on a speck in a speck that's in this little galaxy and we're not even downtown we're on the edge of town so if we could start moving around there's so many different things that we could possibly find we've only seen little tiny you know, specks of light through telescopes that we've made artists' renditions of that are just planets in our solar system, you know? Yeah. So I think that it's definitely uh, it's definitely important that we focus on movement from the planet because we're not going to be able to survive here forever. We've already done a lot of damage. We've already run out of room. So it, It's not about that. Like, hopefully we could live here forever, you know, for... For the entire uh, yeah, but the way, seven billion years or whatever, but you know what the, I mean. The like, way that the population ideally. has tripled in the past, you know, fifty years. Right, where, but we've we've gone over this before, also that that doesn't even really mean anything because the entire population now on Earth could fit shoulder to shoulder in Los Angeles. So yeah, that doesn't mean shit really. It's the resources that's the problem. That's enough. It's it's getting the people to fucking pay for the food to feed everybody which doesn't happen because governments are fucking greedy and keep money and and you know basically we're all slaves to them so it, that's that's what they're saying if we don't figure out a way to fucking take care of everybody then yeah. that's what's going to fuck us that's what's going to cause the mass starvation and the mass pandemonium because of greedy people for no reason trying to hide yeah. Um, shit or trying to, to whatever to not spread the wealth you know and that's really what it always, always boils down to yeah and it makes it if 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 only a certain amount of people are hoarding all this money then you're constantly <clears throat> you know grinding for the little bit of money that's left for everybody else and it becomes this you know your whole life is wake up early so that you can go to work and you have to fucking do all this grind and give all of your energy 
to this job so that you can get money that goes directly towards debt and rent and bills and car payments and insurance and all these things that you have to have to be a member of society and they add new shit every year and you don't really you're not working for money you're working for your place that you can hold your place in this like cog board that are pretty much just a bunch of jail cells that everybody goes back and forth to work and produces shit and you get in this like you know, in this mode to where you just need a little bit more money. And if you work, you know, a couple extra hours and you work this weekend, then you'll be able to save up. And before you know it, you're 65 years old. All the best years of your life are gone. And, you know, you think about, is this world going to end? You know, is, you know, the world could blow up any day. Are aliens going to come and blow shit up? Is a volcano going to erupt? Well, the world is going to end. For everybody, everybody's world is going to end one day and you're going to waste your life building for something that you're never going to have, that you're never going to get if you're struggling your whole life. So, you know, instead of experiencing life. Yeah. Instead of experiencing it while you're in it and seeing everywhere in the world while you have the capabilities. I mean, like that's the craziest thing to me, right? Work to live. Don't live to work. Yeah. You know, is that people don't have the urge to, uh, to travel as much as they should. Mm-hmm. People you know, don't go outside. I like, yeah, I feel like some people don't ever leave their hometowns. Yeah, there's a lot of people and, that and are like, my, I haven't been out of the county. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You haven't been out of the county. Drive. Get in a car and fucking drive for like eight hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, it's crazy to me, right? And and the, the fact that life is so finite and mm-hmm. you know and nobody knows how much time they have and the fact that it is so short and we do get caught up in so much mundane everyday bullshit the fact that we don't take the time mm-hmm. and guarantee time for ourselves to go experience the world while you can at a reasonable age like why do, i don't understand why anybody waits till they fucking retire to do that type of shit when you can't even enjoy the shit yeah you can barely move and your back hurts and your fucking or your fucking napping the through the whole thing or yeah. whatever you know what i mean it's like there's no there's no excuse you should be doing it while you're young and like you know i think so many things are backwards and and it's because people just like are okay with the fact that that this is life yeah it's almost like it's almost like you're taken care of you're entertained by these new things that haven't been around forever you have you know streaming movies you have you know you're trying to get a bigger tv all the time and all these different things that you're chasing that are all materialistic inside of your house and you know you're not really connecting with the world which is what people have done forever and it's like there's so much beautiful shit and so many amazing things that you could see that no matter where you live within a hundred miles of you there's something amazing that you've never seen and you can yeah, go I mean, there like, you can get I, high and you could be like wow this is a trip you know what i, I think mean? all these idiots should be thanking their jesuses for the fucking internet because they would have no clue what the world is like without it yeah you know <laughs> mm-hmm. for real yeah, I mean, like, the internet has changed everything. You could see anything in the world you want to see right now. Yeah. It's basically the same as going somewhere if you'll never have the means to go somewhere. Yeah. And that's great. You know what I mean? That's, like, the it's, like, the closest thing to a god. Yeah, and it's uh, it's kind of brought everyone together to where we all have this kind of universal consciousness to where it's harder for people to trick you 
and keep you in your box and keep you happy you know what i mean like like in the 80s and 90s that's just what you did that's how it was you know what i mean like you came home you fucking watched the news and then you watched whatever sitcom was on your fucking satellite or your like cable tv with the antennas that you got get up and do it again the next day yeah and you were fed these things and it would show you a commercial for some new fucking soda that they had out and you'd be like oh wow i saw this fucking commercial and you go buy the new cherry dr pepper and it's like it's harder to do that because there's so many things so people can look for their own shit you know what i mean that's why people are here because they're you know they've sought out something else besides yeah. what was being given to them and you know uh it's brought everyone together and kind of turned a lot of people against each other which brings me to our next stephen hawking's prediction oh shit! so he says that if machines don't take over and kill humankind that human aggression will kill humankind that people are very egotistical very greedy and his quote is the human failing i would most like to correct is aggression it may have had survival advantage in caveman days to get more food territory or a partner to reproduce but now it threatens to destroy us all so you know in our civilized society that we live in today we don't need to you know puff our chests out and show aggression and try to be better than everybody else because we're all working together we're not trying to fight for territory and vaginas anymore true i mean kind of <clears throat> in, in a way we all are still in a way we all have that same primal shit but well we should turn it and trigger it towards space and try to go get that space vagina mm-hmm we should all be angry at space <laughs> yeah let's go get that space <laughs> vagina let's go fucking implant ourselves everywhere in space and guarantee you know everything I mean like human as a people can last forever if we just fuck space and yeah. just put people there and have babies blast you comes out to space yeah so we're gonna come in space it's gonna be a fucking horrible bukkake cream pie all over space and we get that bitch with fucking random human life everywhere get that bitch pregnant it's gonna be great yeah we're gonna pray in a space thank you stephen hawking every nice space <laughs> this episode is brought to you by youtube mm -hmm. all right well uh yeah i th i think that i think that it's definitely a trip and it's something that people should think about i think about it all the time and I, I urge you guys tonight to go out somewhere where you can see the stars if it's clear out and, you know, just uh, just look at it. Like, look into the universe. Because after you stare at it for a while, it does that thing that, like, you know those 3D paintings that look like nothing, but then you, like, look through it and then it looks like a boat? Like, if you look through the sky, you realize that you know, there's close stars and there's far stars and then there's very, very far stars and then there's farther stars and then there's little tiny specks that are stars that are farther away and beyond that there's more stars and then if you have a telescope, it goes for like so many more, an infinite amount of levels and you just see how deep this shit is 
and how small we are and just how bad we want to fuck that bitch. Yeah. I'm going to fuck that sky. So look yeah, at it. Yeah. Look at it and think about fucking it. <laughs> yeah. Sexy yeah. ass universe. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Space Week has commenced. Yeah. Sorry for making it so depressing in the beginning, but it'll get better. Yeah. No one else will get. No, maybe some people will get abducted and disappear. <laughs> it's whatever. Uh, maybe Trump will. And if you are a loved one of someone that has disappeared in a state park and you are uh, upset by this episode, you shouldn't be seeking out things about people disappearing in state parks and listening to podcasts about it. Yeah. So it's <clears throat> your fault. You know what I mean? If you want to properly grieve, you need to step away from that and not pay attention to the trolls. Let Jesus take the wheel. Natural Habitat Recordings.